Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm really happy that you're here with us again today, where we unpack the many, many ways to heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD using lifestyle changes. Today, we're going to be talking about using small breaks to reduce your anxiety. You're listening to this show as an audio, so I know very well you may be interested in some of the books we talk about here on audio. For the listeners of Anxiety Coaches Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This is a fabulous opportunity to download something like one of Claire Weeks' books. I suggest hope and help for your nerves as your first one. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audible trial for your free book. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audible trial for whatever book you want. The link is also in the show notes and on the website. Let's get started with our topic today of using small breaks to reduce our anxiety. Most of us feel like getting through our anxiety or clearing it or moving beyond it, getting over it, whatever term you want to look at or use yourself, we have this idea that it's a big ordeal, that it's a a big thing or we have to find the right thing, the one thing. And you know we've talked about that here many, many times. So today I want to talk about the small breaks that you can do to reduce your anxiety, to give you some breathing room, to give you a chance to unpack and dive deeper into some of the other practices that can really help you to totally clear your anxiety. You know that when we talk about these smaller things, that this is not uh, the one thing that is going to change everything for you. So often things that change in our life are from small steps, one foot in front of the other. And um, in Claire Weeks's terms, it would be to face our anxiety, to accept our anxiety, to learn to float through the anxiety, and then to let time pass. So you can see, even no matter who we're talking about, or their philosophy, or their view on anxiety, there's many steps involved. And some take us longer than others. Some take shorter than others. So just be patient and add what we're talking today. This will be really helpful. I got thinking about this when I had one of the Anxiety Coaches podcast uh, members in the group coaching had asked a question about their high anxiety. And also I was seeing the same kinds of questions in the, the big Facebook group from the members in there. A lot of people feeling like they're waking up in the morning uh, with anxiety and they're feeling like it's, quote, out of the blue. So when we wake up like that or we find ourselves in the middle of the day feeling this panic come on, I'm here to say that it is not particularly out of the blue. There are a lot of things that happen upstream 
in our lives that have happened previously, small enough things that we may not have even noticed them, but things that have happened upstream in our lives, events, our hormones, thoughts, people in our lives, diet, our environment, etc. These things can all set up the conditions in our own mind-body for our state of high anxiety or panic. So they're rarely out of the blue. And um, so we can stop searching for the reason because it's usually a culmination of many things. And we can stop feeling like it's some mystery that it's out of the blue and just focus on the things that we can do to make a difference, which is one of the things that we're talking about today that we can do is using small breaks. And so small breaks are one of the ways that we can help to clear up and clear out this um, setup, this upstream water jam or log of, of unnecessary problems and uh, you know, we can if we handle things as they come up, if we handle our feelings as they come up, they're less likely to cause a log jam farther downstream. So let's look at taking small breaks as a way to keep the stream clear of debris and just letting it flow more smoothly. And the log jam, because it can be a whole bunch, it can be a big problem, right? Big challenge that happens, and we we're thrown into a, a state of high anxiety. Or it can be a, an accumulation of smaller stressors. And this is what I'm talking about: being able to clear these out during the day by taking small breaks. So this isn't like something, some big brand new breakthrough or I've reinvented the wheel and found the perfect way to eliminate anxiety. But I want to let you know that this is one of the places that we can interrupt the anxiety, fear, anxiety loop that we get stuck in. We may, we may be so lightly in that that we're not even noticing. Another thing that happens is that we get so accustomed to a certain stress level that we don't even really remember what it feels like to be totally relaxed and at ease. And so it doesn't take much when we're in a normal stressed state to throw us over the edge. So let's take some small breaks and see if we can't start clearing out these small stressors during the day and feel a little bit more free. I was really realizing this today, put it together. I had the questions come up from the uh, members. And then I also was out today and feeling a little bit of pressure on myself today. I realized uh, that I had outer expectations and pressures on me. And um, I also had inner expectations and some pressure, inner, you know, my own pressure on myself to get everything done, right? So I was feeling a little bit stressful and it felt tiring. It made me feel tired, and it was very early in the day. I don't normally feel tired uh, in the morning. So I was kind of feeling like, what's up? So, you know, this was this morning, and in between two of the errands that I had to run, I had a phone call come in, and I decided to stop and take it, and I decided to park at a favorite beach park. It's a very small spot. It's only got like 10 parking spots, and um, it's beautiful, beautiful view. So I said, I'll stop there. And um, after the call, I decided to stay instead of just keep on moving as we do, just keep on moving, go to the next thing, tick the next box off, you know, cross off the next thing on the list. I decided to stay 
And I took some time and uh, left the phone in the car and decided to watch the turtles. Now, I don't know if these were which kind, giant sea turtles or green turtles, but they were gorgeous and they were huge. And I love the turtles. They, I love watching them and their grace and ease in the water. I decided to just sit and watch, watching turtles, watching waves, watching kite boarders, watching fishermen, watching clouds, and watching my thoughts. I got settled in after a few minutes and after I decided that I was going to stay and just watch whatever came up. And this was a small break for me. This was a small break that gave me a few moments of, of letting go, of letting the dust settle or letting the glitter settle in my snow globe and just seeing life a little bit more clearly. And from that, those few minutes, actually I probably took a total of a half an hour, I ended up feeling like I had more energy. I definitely had more peace. And I had more space for connecting with others. Have you ever noticed like how hard it is to connect with the people that you're with when you're in an anxious mind? And a lot of what I do is connecting with others. And I try to be clear uh, when I'm doing that. So if you're with family members or friends and you're feeling like you're not connecting very well, it might be a good time to just take a break. And it doesn't have to be a long break. I know I took a half an hour, but I could afford a half an hour, so I took it. And um, I think if you can take as much time as you can take to let your mind settle, let the dust settle, let the glitter in your snow globe settle, and so that you can see the day uh, a little bit more clearly. So what is it that you can actually do for a small break? You know, I'm not always down the beach way, but I was today, so I got to do that, which was beautiful. But when I'm up here, I live a little bit more up elevation. I can sit on my lanai and I can watch the clouds and I can watch the beautiful trees and have wind that goes through the trees. And um, even 10 minutes of that is just enough to take a breather. Some of the other things that you can do, why don't you make a little list of them? Can you take space as I did? Can you can you have just a little bit of time for yourself in between two different things that you have to do? I love taking the space during transition time because it, it, the transitions in our day are a trigger for checking in, seeing where we're at, and is this a is this could this be a time that I could settle in for 10 minutes and let some of the stressors of the day clear out? I often suggest to my clients that they take a slower drive home if they have a commute. I know here where I live, I have a choice. I can either take the highway up, uh, which actually goes up so fast that I get vertigo sometimes, not very often, but occasionally, or I can take the slower route, which is kind of a more windy road, so it comes up the mountain a little bit slower. You get to make a choice. If I have the time, it might be fun to take the slower, more scenic route. And I'm wondering if you could do that for yourself. Go off the highway and take the slower back road, just so that you could have a small break. 
Traditionally, sunset is the time to stop and just be for a few minutes, right? As the light of the day is getting dimmer or the sky is turning beautiful colors or fading into the evening, it's a perfect reminder to us to stop for maybe 10 minutes and watch the changing sky or if we're in a building and we can't see the sky, to just take some time for ourselves as we transition out of our work and as we are going home. What happens is we have we end up having no space for just being when we move just from one event or one activity to the next. And when we use our phones or our screens to fill those transition times, we're really cramping ourselves. Uh, because the screen and the phone itself becomes another activity. And what we're looking for, what eases the stress, what eases um, the muscular tension, the shallow, fast breathing, the chattering monkey mind, what eases all of that is to just be like just let yourself be. You don't have to do a formal meditation. doesn't have to be anything. You can just be for 10 minutes. And we filled those transition times quite often um, nowadays with our screens. It used to be waiting in a line. You could actually be with yourself for a moment, maybe five minutes even in a slow bank line or uh, when we used to wait in lines at the bank and our grocery line, I think some of us still do that, and just have some moments to just be looking off into space, just watching the people around you, not having any pressure on you, not having to do anything. And now we've filled all those times by grabbing our phone or playing a game on it, checking our email, looking at Facebook. And if we could resist that, we can actually use the urge to, take, to grab our phone or our screen as the trigger to just be, even if you just do it for five minutes. So remember, we can use the transition times of the day, or we can use the urge to pick up our screen as a time to just be for five or ten minutes. So let's look at some other perfect times that we can do use these, uh, this idea of a small break, a small break of doing nothing, just being. Morning time is a great time, your morning uh, bathroom routine. If you are showering and shaving and using the bathroom, and you can take five more minutes for yourself or you can just simply slow down your current routine. It can be just by going slower and more mindfully that it ends up being space. And many a mom with young children has, has learned to love the bathroom as a place of peace. And so... It's sometimes the only place where no one will bother you. So, you know, grab what you can. I know some of us have crazy, busy lives. and But I know that it is worth finding these little places that we can carve out some time for ourselves. Another place in the morning is with our coffee or our hot tea or our meal, our morning meal. We can either have our coffee and tea mindfully. Uh, we can eat our, our breakfast mindfully. Or we can use just the idea of I am having my coffee as the trigger of now I'm going to take five minutes for myself. 
Another one is on the way home from work or the way to work, both times with, uh, that you are in transit, you can use the transit as your trigger to be. To, to either be super mindful of what you're doing, maybe if you're in a car or on a train, you can turn your audio off. Maybe this is where you're listening to this right now, right? But sometimes turn off your uh, your, your earbuds, turn off your audios or your radio or whatever it is that you're listening to and just be with the sounds that are around you. Well, this is not, you know, you could be driving a car, so you're still active, but you could be very mindfully active. And that in and of itself is a break because we're being mindful and being exactly present in the moment. So use that, the transit time either to or from your work. Coffee breaks at work or lunchtime at work. Some people use their lunchtime as their meditation time. And if you don't have enough time to do that, maybe you could just simply take five minutes where you find a nice quiet place to be or even go to your car for five minutes and simply be. Let the dust settle. Another one is what I did today is in between errands. I know every mom out there shopping, grocery shopping, picking up kids, dropping off kids. Maybe one time you're in the car alone and you can actually just go and pull in somewhere and take five minutes. Back when I was uh, living in um, the Finger Lakes in New York, I used to pull into a place that was called Stella Maris. It was a Franciscan retreat center, and it was beautiful, beautiful place on the lake in Skinny Atlas. And I would pull into that parking lot. It was a safe place to be, and it was right around the corner from my home. And I would pull in there for 10 or 20 minutes and just either do a short meditation, a prayer time, or just being. Because it was not out of the way. I didn't use any extra time driving. It really gave me a sense of like, oh, I can pull in here and just be for a few minutes. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to use some of those ideas of um, taking a small break for yourself letting the dust settle so that you can have more energy, more peace, and more space in you so that you can connect more with others. I hope this podcast has been helpful to you. You know you can always go over to the Facebook group and leave us comments uh, on what you thought about the episode or what you'd like to hear remember you can send an email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com if you have a question you would like to have answered here on the show so that's it for today's episode but before i get and uh turn the page here and read today's quote i want to offer you guys the opportunity to take your healing the healing of your anxiety and panic to the next level In the podcast here, we share everything you need to know to begin to clear your anxiety panic, to get on the path. But with a little more personal guidance and the right group of people around you, the sky's the limit. I'd like to invite you to sign up for our group coaching membership program. It's an even deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. You receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets emailed to you each month twice a month recorded group coaching calls with me. And uh, what we do is we make sure that you're making the progress that you want to make. 
And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support all month long. Jump in and stay as long as you need or come in, go as quickly as you can. Hopefully, you will be leaving sooner rather than later. I'm only allowing up to 40 people to join the program, so if you're serious about clearing your anxiety panic, then go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group coaching and join today. I can't wait to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. People say, what is the sense of our small effort? They cannot see that we must lay one brick at a time, take one step at a time. And that's from Dorothy Day. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 